Who that? We that? We back with another one, Jay. We back with another episode of Hidden Takes, my brother. I mean, shoot, it's been a minute. This is this, this is just say what up, man. And and this is Hidden Takes episode fourteen, brother. Um, excited to be back. I'm actually back in the Bay as well. Back um, in I the Bay. We, I know we we're about we're gonna be um, doing this live though, but but there's a lot of play-in talks the the playoffs is right around the corner man a lot of um a lot of records being broken a lot of this a lot of that going on we seen what cat did last night but before all that before we get into this hidden takes and the news around the league how you doing my brother i'm doing good brother i'm doing good like how you said i'm juice man because we got the hill man in the bay area we got the hill man back where he's supposed to be i mean canada to be real jay canada stole you jay you know what i'm saying we you you originated <laughs> you originated in the bay you know what i'm saying you grew up out here jay canada stole you so us over here in the bay area we happy to have you back jay and i'm doing good man i'm just i just can't wait for our uh our live episode. Yeah, I mean, you told the fans a little bit, but the fans, they got to know, man, we got some yeah. special heat coming with this live episode. Man. Yes, sir. We got a, we got a live episode coming for y'all. So stay tuned with that very, very shortly um, coming this weekend uh, for sure. So Jay, let's get it right to it with, with the league news. And the first of that, first of that, and I mentioned kind of earlier, we got playing NBA playing predictions, right? So for those of don't know what the what the NBA playing or didn't follow it last year, let me just break it down real quick and how the seeding and whatever works out for, for those of the uninitiated, Jay. So the first the first games um, to take place, um, obviously for the playing game, it's the seventh and uh, seventh through tenth seed. So the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth seed all will be in the playing games. So those first games, um, the seventh and the eighth place team play a one-off game. The winner of that goes on to play the seventh seed. Uh, sorry, this, the winner of that goes on to play the second seed. And the loser of that takes on the winner of the ninth and 10th place game. So the winner, the loser, or the, the winner, the seventh and the eighth place seed have two opportunities to get into the playoffs, whereas the ninth and 10th seed team only have one game. Sorry, they, they have two to get they have to win two games excuse me to get into the playoffs and that's the ninth and tenth seed if they lose they're done so jay the playing tournament starts april 12th so literally less than a month away from today we're recording this on march 15th 2022 and jay before before we get started let's talk about the current standings and and kind of the teams that are in the playing game right now and i want to get your predictions about who will make it out who won't it will so let's let's start right here in the West, Jay. And that's the, the in the seventh and eighth seed currently as we speak is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 40 and 30. And the uh, eighth seed would be the Los Angeles Clippers at 36 and 35, Jay. Who do you got coming out, out of that and playing what would be the second seed right now would be the Memphis Grizzlies? And who do you got losing going on to take the winner of the Lakers or the New Orleans Pelicans? Man, Jay, I mean, that 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 uh, Clippers in Minnesota matchup is going to be intense because, I mean, we hear a bunch of rumors. Kawhi might come back for playoffs. PG might come back for playoffs. And those are two instrumental players that 
you know, if they're there, it kind of, you know, kind of changes everything. And, and I mean, you, you, you know, you know, uh, Norman Powell, he's also going to try to um, uh, make his way back. But right now, Jay, I have to go with the evidence that I have in hand and what I've seen. And I know, like, like you said, we just seen cat play a crazy ridiculous mm. performance last night. So I'm honestly going to stay on that wave, Jay. And I'm going to go with the Wolves surprisingly, because I, I can't rely and I can't put my money on Kawhi being there or PG being there. So I'm going to go with the Wolves, man. I mean, David, uh, Patrick Beverly really changed the culture over there. They've been really starting to play some intense defense, the, uh, the offense, you know, having players uh like cat having players like d'lo player uh players like anthony edwards i feel like the offense isn't you're not worried about creating offense because players like that can just create offense for themselves uh but what you really want to get down is the defense and that's exactly what you know what they've done so i'm, I'm gonna go with the minnesota timberwolves on this one jay what, what about you am, am, am i reaching or what no i'm with you on that i mean i just think that the timberwolves are playing such good basketball they have been playing for a while now and led by cat i mean he, he we heard what he said we said uh he said he was the best big man shooting uh, of all time jay and That's i mean he, he has maybe a legitimate case now we saw what he did tonight going seven from 11 from the three-point line um shooting at an extremely high clip um and he's been doing it all season i mean i he's i look to him to be if not a first uh first team all nba he's definitely a second team uh deserving because he's been putting in work the only reason he won't be probably is because Jokic and joel Embiid just so happen to be having their uh career years as well and I just think, like you said, Patrick Beverly had been saying that from way back. He changed the culture there. He's got those young guys playing with extreme confidence. Um, Anthony Edwards as well. Um, even you look at the guys, young guys coming on like Jared Vanderbilt and uh, Jaden McDaniels just playing great basketball. And I just think they're just building a, a great co- culture over there in, uh, in, in Minnesota. So I think they're going to be able to win that. And I, I mean, I think it's going to be a good series. Um, I don't I don't foresee them beating Memphis, but I, I see that if it's either Memphis or Golden State um, in that second seed, I think it's going to be a great series and possibly take a one or get two games off each teams. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Memphis. Uh, sorry, excuse me, I'm going with Minnesota in that first for that matchup, Jay, as it's as it stands right now. But let's flip it to the other side, Jay. And I know this uh, I know I didn't expect this team to be in the playing game. I know you didn't expect him to be in the playing game. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. I did have them in the playing game way back when we had a round table. Um, I didn't expect them to be a ninth seed, and that's the Los Angeles Lakers sitting here at 29 and 39. Obviously, that's due to injuries, whatever you want to say, but they're here in the ninth seed right now. And then we got at the 10th seed, the New Orleans Pelicans sitting at 28 and 40. Jay, is there a chance – did the Los Angeles Lakers get knocked out in this 9-10 matchup or or how are you feeling about it, man? I, I gotta know. I I I I I mean, of course there's a chance, right? Every every mm-hmm. every any team could lose on any given night. I am don't think there's a, a big chance because again, the Lakers are are the ninth seed and the Pelicans are the tenth seed. So I I feel that the Lakers already have an advantage, um, with just as far as having LeBron James, having the experience. I mean, I've been saying all season long. Uh, with, with when the Lakers, I mean, <laughs> if the Lakers can get into a consistent <laughs> playoff yeah, situation, yeah. I think that 
people can say whatever they want. They can talk about whatever they want in the, uh, in the regular season. They are going to be a completely different team in the regular season. Come, you know, if you have, if you have a healthy roster and you have all those healthy vets out there who know what to do. And I mean, we, we, we seen it like with Charlotte last year uh, where experience really played a big part. Charlotte got punched in the mouth last year. All them young guys didn't really know how to, uh, how, you know, how, uh, how to respond. So I think that that veteran, uh, that the Lakers uh, veteranship is really going to help them come playoffs but I think that veteranship or not, I'm very confident that the Lakers can handle the Pelicans, uh, especially only needing to win one game. Um, but uh, so, so my opinion, I have the Lakers uh, beating the Pelicans. But I did mention because I was talking to Junior about this. If that, if, if that's how it played out today, the one thing that does scare me because I mean the Pelicans bigs, I, mean, I don't think they really got you know stand a chance, but. One thing that does scare me, uh, not scare me, but definitely is a sign of, of concern is I've talked to you all the time about it, Jay. The Lakers have a tough time defending the pick and roll. CJ Master, um, CJ, CJ Master, CJ McCullum mm-hmm. is a master of the pick and roll mm-hmm. and how to utilize out of that pick and roll. So that definitely would be a matchup problem, man. But overall, I think that I think the Lakers will be able to beat him once before they can um, they can snag two off them. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I can't. I really, it's really hard for me to go against uh, LeBron, despite the deficiency of the Lakers, especially in that first matchup. Um, and, and I mean, the the Pelicans are playing great basketball. Um, I like you said that is a good matchup for them. Um, and I know they got a lot of confidence in that the last time they they matched up against each other in in LA, and that's probably. Well, we'll see. Right now, it's pretty close. It could end up in New Orleans. It could end up in LA. But like you said, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to go against LeBron um, despite the supporting cast he lacks. Um, and we don't know if Anthony Davis will be back for that playing game. I mean, that would help. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think um, by, by no stretch of imagination, regardless of who wins, I don't think it's going to be um, a blow up by any, by any stretch of the imagination, Jay. But I'm going to right now lean with the, with the Lakers in that, that early round. But then, Jay... So there you, there you have it. We got the, the um, we got the Timberwolves moving on. We got the Clippers losing that game and then going into the to the loser losers bracket um, for them and they would go on to play the first seed, which this looks like going to be the Phoenix Suns and then the Los Angeles Lakers would be playing against them. So hey, come on. LA, the battle of the the Staples sta- Staples Center. Uh, formerly known as a Staples Center yeah, locker man. room, the the locker rooms across from each other, across the hallway, the the battle of the hallway. Jay, we've seen that this matchup be crazy all season. Well, latest was a blowout for for the for the Lakers. I'm uh, sorry for the Clippers, but it's been a close matchup all, all season for the most part. Jay, um, let's let's look at it like like Paul George and and Kawhi are going to be out right now. So we're talking Clippers with their current roster, with their go-to option, as we've seen Reggie Jackson, who's been playing career career basketball. Jay, you yeah, know. Yeah, I know about it. Your... I know about it. <laughs> so for those of those who don't know, Jay, I mean, Jay's been going on a crazy run um, with his like fantasy that. squad. His first, first knock me out in the first round, Jay. I got to put <laughs> nah, some respect on your name. Nah, but, Jay, but this, I... this cast has been blowing up. He's got 
Jokic, he's got Demar, he's got scores. I just got lucky, he's Jay. I got lucky that 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 day that Demar went for thirty, like uh, uh Jokic went for fifty. Man. All these players just went crazy. I just got lucky, Ooh. Jay. I'm just a perfect example of getting hot at the right time. It's, ain't no but time, Jay, but Jay. but but that's how that's how fantasy works. So, but it's also rosters construction too at the same time. So, you, that's that comes with the territory. But but anyways, Jay, not to get sidetracked here. So we got. The Battle of L.A., man, who you who you got? I mean, I, I think that's just going to be box office, to be honest, like yeah, I, regardless of, of Paul George and thing. This is this is what this is what the Clippers wanted. Basically, they they want to take that that crown. I'm not, I know this is a playing game, but still, this is going to give them some clout in L.A. Let's be real. Like if they if they're able to to take out LeBron and not make him make the play. I don't even remember. Jay, I don't even man. remember the last time. I don't need. Yeah, I, 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 I don't either. Every year of our, of our like since I can when has he been in the NBA, right? Like, yeah, LeBron, he, LeBron, LeBron's been has been been to the NBA, the playoffs like almost every except year. Except his been rookie NBA, year, right? Except his rookie year. year. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. And then I hear that he then I hear that he missed, too. Like the, the year that he get he got injured. Right. His right. First year Lakers, on the Lakers. He, yeah. Yeah. Regardless of those yeah. two years, those kind of outliers. Whenever he's been in healthy, he's been in the playoffs. Um, besides his rookie year, so Jay is are the Clippers going to do the un, unforsakable? But like, if whoever gets in that game, this right now, this situation, Clippers, they're going to take out the Lakers. Man, that would be crazy, and I agree, Jay. That would give the Clippers a lot of clout, and that that would be huge because I mean, we all know like the Clippers are always have this like attitude of like trying to trump the big brothers, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. the same way Brooklyn and uh, uh, Brooklyn and, and the Knicks are, you know, you, you like little bro, big bro thing. So that that would def- that would definitely be huge. But I mean, like like I we were saying earlier, Jay, with if that if we have to go with the evidence that we have at hand, I'm. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Lakers because I feel that the Clippers, um, you know, they have Kawhi and PG out. That's one and two out. Right. So like if one is out, OK, well, we can re- still rely on two and 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 and, and we can still play. And we can, we kind of still we're going to run the same plays. We were, we're going to run to our number one option. We can run to our number two. I mean, when your first and second stars go out, I mean, it's, it really makes things every you, you're kind of you're kind of asking that third star in Reggie Jackson. And that's no disrespect to Reggie Jackson because he's been balling out. Uh, even though he didn't play today, like that's no disrespect to, to, to Reggie Jackson. I just don't think that we're going to realist. I, in my opinion, I can't realistically trust a Reggie Jackson, a Zubak and a extremely injured Clippers team to knock out a Lakers team that has not, not, I, you know, yes, it is the Lakers team because it's not the LeBron team, but I mean, it's looking like the LeBron show out there right now. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe that a hobbled Clippers with their, first two stars being out can knock out LeBron like how you said from it from being in the playoffs that he's been almost every single year of his uh, of, of his career there's a flip side <laughs> there's a flip side if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard plays now that becomes a lot more difficult because now now I think you just got straight up just that's that not a star power against star power and that and and mm-hmm. and, and then to be real with you I I can't say it's confidently that that that, that the Lakers will be able to handle that because they haven't like I, they so far in the season they had they haven't handled it. Um, when the when those stars have been able to play, I'm not, I'm not talking about Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, he has he hasn't played, but I'm saying when these other other stars have been playing, the Lakers have had a tough time. So if, no Kawhi, no PG, and that's what we have as of today. I'm gonna go with the Lakers, man. Too much star power to get knocked off by. I think like third third options. No disrespect, because like remember Oku, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, no, we won't even get into that. But ah, Jay, that's a tough one. I mean, I think the the Clippers are one of those teams. I think Ty Lue knows LeBron so well; he knows that matchup. Um, but but it's 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 tough to go against LeBron, like I said, in one game. I will say this asterisk that in order for the Lakers to win, it's got to be a huge night for. And and this is it. It almost seems like against any team they're playing. It doesn't matter if it's a Rockets, whatever team, they need LeBron to have a huge game. That's just the way the Lakers are playing because the sporting cast is so poor. And I think that's going to be a similar situation, which doesn't bode well for that first round matchup. If they're to be playing, um, to be playing the Phoenix Suns, because that's a lot of wear and tear, regardless of if AD is back. I mean, that's a lot of mileage for a 37 year old LeBron and I and I worry for them in that first round matchup if they're be able to get out but in a one game setting like this I'm gonna go with the Lakers in that matchup over the Clippers but um it, it has to be a big game from LeBron I will add that uh for for in order for them to move on despite the Clippers not having um Kawhi and Paul George if they have Kawhi and Paul George, I will say if or either one of them, Paul George, maybe, or Kawhi, I do have the Clippers in that matchup, but that's if and and maybe. So we're just saying their current day rosters right now, I would go with the Lakers in that matchup. So um, let's move on to the East, Jay. Now, now that we got in uh, got in the playing games and, and who will be in that matchup, Jay. So as it sits, my man. As it sits in that 9-10 matchup, we have the Atlanta Hawks. That's crazy to say. That's crazy. <laughs> in the Eastern Conference Finals, Trey Young, that should not you should not be letting that happen. And then the Charlotte Hornets sitting at the 10th seed. Um, and then we have on the other side of the bracket, we got the 7th and 8th matchup, which is the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. And I will add this. I will add this asterisk. If I'm if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, and I know if I'm Kyrie and all these guys right now, we know the mandates have not switched in Toronto. So that would mean, Jay, background for our listeners: if Kyrie, if the Brooklyn Nets play the Toronto Raptors and they go on the road to Toronto, Kyrie Irving would not be able to play in that game in Toronto, which is huge, Jay. Huge. So this is why I add this. And a shout out to my boy Oko because next week. We are going to the game versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are currently 39 and 29 um, and sitting in the sixth seed and the Toronto Raptors sitting at 38 and 30, which becomes a huge game because if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, I'm rooting for the Toronto Raptors in that game to win that game because they want them to get the sixth seed, Jay, because they do not want Kyrie not to be able to play if they're on the road there Um, because it doesn't look it's going to be tough to close that three. I think it's, I believe, a three game gap between the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors, even if it's even worse, if it's a Cleveland Cavaliers, Jay. So just had to throw that throw in that little asterisk. But let's talk about that game, the seventh, eighth matchup um, between the Toronto Raptors and the Brooklyn Nets. And let's keep in mind right now, as we speak, because that's how we're speaking figuratively today, Kyrie Irving would not be able to play in that game, Jay. Toronto Raptors, Brooklyn Nets, who you got in Toronto? Man, that's crazy, Jay. Like, that's so crazy, dog. Like, we are in 2022 talking about such an instrumental player in Kyrie Irving and like him not playing man like because of a vaccine but I don't I honestly don't care what your beliefs are this is 
like what you fight for to play in the NBA playoffs, make it through and be an NBA champion, but you're not going for a vaccine. Oh, that's crazy, man. I just thought I had to throw it out there, Jay. That's just kind yeah. of crazy to me. But yes, Jay, uh, my, my opinion, Kyrie or not, I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets. Um, mm. I mean, uh, I mean, like, and, and that's no mm. disrespect. And that's no disrespect. And I know my boy Oka might be sick when I when uh, shout out Oka. <laughs> shout out Oka for real. Cause I know he might be sick when, when, when I hear this, but I mean, Kyrie Irving or not, man, I think Brooklyn is on a mission this year. I've been saying it all year. The Brooklyn Nets didn't win the NBA finals last year because KD was a size 14 shoot, right? Like, so mm. they are on a mission to get there again. And I, I don't think that KD and, and is, is going to let that team go down like that. And I mean, we just seen the steal they got in Seth. I mean, I, Seth isn't, isn't Kyrie Irving. I'm not, I'm not saying that by any means, but I'm just saying Seth isn't no scrub, though, right? He was a starting point guard in Philadelphia. Um, so I, I, I still have the Brooklyn taking it this one. How about you, Jay? MJ, so are you, and, and I want to fast forward a little bit. Right now, Vegas still has um, the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks are the two top favorites to make it out of the East and, uh, and to, to win the finals, Jay. Are you still with that despite what Brooklyn is like right now? Let's just say Brooklyn for right now. Mm-hmm. Do you think they still have a legitimate shot? If they're the eighth seed, they win that game and they're, they'll be taking on. Let's see who they'll be taking on, Jay. They win that game. They're taking on the, the Milwaukee Bucks. You still think they're – and that's, that's already that's already an Eastern Conference semifinals rematch last year. That's Insane. <laughs> with all this news, MJ, listen, at throw in right now, we don't even know what the status is of Ben Simmons. So we have to add that little asterisk again to, to, to that series. Are you still thinking with all that roughly, we don't even know if Kyrie will be able to play um, at home. We don't know if that status will change there um, in New York. We've seen, we've seen um, the mayor be pretty, pretty sturdy and he's holding tight. I mean, he's just newly elected into office. We won't get into politics or nothing about that jay but i mean do you still think that's a legitimate uh they're a legitimate threat to that title um in brooklyn yeah i mean to to be real to you if they end up facing milwaukee if you're asking my opinion i think milwaukee's taking it all so i think they're gonna get knocked out if they end up facing milwaukee i think they're gonna get knocked out right now milwaukee is just too deep got too much of confidence rolling and they just Players know what to do. Players not getting out of line. Gian- Giannis is Giannis. The the, the, the role players are, are are going crazy. Even though, ah, man, I don't want to butcher the name, but some one of their players just went out for the rest of the season. A role player. Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an update on that. But um, I'm I'm if Brooklyn is playing Milwaukee in the first round. Unfortunately, Brooklyn is going home in the first round because I just don't think Milwaukee's is um is is losing this year. I think they're gonna go back to back. So um, but that's just crazy, man. Kyrie yeah. Irving not playing. Yeah, no, I mean Jay, and we're, and we're for for those of those uh, listening, watching on YouTube, we will have a uh, picture of the of the current bracket and what we're looking at right now when we're talking about this because I just want to, I I you you can't see this visually if you're listening to this on the podcast, Jay, but I want to look just at this left side of this right side, the Eastern conference right now. And I'm looking at all these first round potential Eastern conference semifinals matchups, Jay. And I'm just like, man, every single is one is gigantic. Crazy. Jay, we look at the three, six. Well, first of all, let's look at 
the winner of Toronto at Brooklyn is going to, on to take Milwaukee. That's a potential Brooklyn and Milwaukee matchup right there. We look at the other side. We look at Philly and Cleveland, still a great matchup. Boston and, and Chicago and that 4-5, I mean, that series is going to be crazy. And then we look at the winner of um, potentially Toronto, and then I got to ask you if it's going to be Atlanta or Charlotte, man. Like, who's going to win that game? Uh, the winner of that 9-10 game would go on to take Toronto. Wow. Man, <laughs> the East is wild. We, the we, East is wild. Th- there is some beasts in the East. There are some beasts in the East. Who said that, Jay? No, no, Jay. There are definitely some beasts in the East. And honestly, Jay, um, I'm trying to think. Do I have the Hawks, a proven team that did it last year? You know that made it. That, that made their Eastern Conference final run. Or do I have a team in Charlotte who? In my opinion, it seems like they learned their lesson from last year. In my mm-hmm. opinion, it really seems like they like they've learned their lesson, and I think that now they're ready to take that jump and I think land that playoff spot. So Jay, ah. I know it sounds crazy, Jay. I know it does, Jay. Well, I'm gonna go land the playoff spot. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Okay, sorry, sorry. You... sorry, sorry, Jay. Sorry, Jay. I meant, I meant, I meant beat, beat, beat the Hawks. I meant beat the Hawks. Oh, I meant okay, beat the okay, Hawks. Okay. I meant beat the Hawks. Sorry okay. about that, Jay. That I meant, gonna be... I, I meant, I meant the Hawks. I, I, I meant the Charlotte Hornets are ready to beat the Hawks, and they're ready to mm-hmm. take a step forward. I mean, what was the last time we talked mm-hmm. about Charlotte even competing, man? So, I think, I think they're ready to do that this year, Jay, and and uh, and beat the, and beat the Hawks. Are you, you got them there, or, or am I too? Am I jumping the gun, bro? I'm not ready for. I'm ready. Oh, I, I just think. Okay. Yeah, ice. It's cold. It's cold. Ice, it's, it's cold, cold out here. It's cold. I'm not in Canada, but it's cold right now because it's ice. We got my guy Ice Trey, and I think, I think he's going. I think he's going back to the playoffs, Jay. He's going back to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think he's going back to the playoffs. He's gonna. They're gonna beat Charlotte, and then I got him taking out Toronto. I mean, we we remember Jay. We remember, um, yeah. Trey Young started balling out in the playoffs, and then even mm-hmm. this season earlier, he's like, "Oh, it's kind of hard to get up for other games." So maybe yeah. you're right, man. Right. Maybe you're right, right, Jay. Maybe Jay's just uh, maybe Trey's just gonna start going ballistic <laughs> for playoffs. Trey. Jay and, and Trey, Collins. Jay. Uh, they need he needs help though, Jay. I will say that. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back on that take. I got Toronto in that. Too much experience um, in that playing game, and it's gonna be in Toronto. I got Toronto. We. I know for a fact, Jay, I've seen the way Toronto gets up in the playoffs, man. They, their fans, that home court advantage is serious. And I, I think I don't see them losing that playing game to uh, to um, these are NBA champions. Trey's Trey's been to the cusp, almost made it to the finals. Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam and OG Anobi, although he didn't play, those guys have won a title, Jay. So can't and Nick Nurse as well. So I can't have, go against them. Have you I can't been go the- against the heart of a champion? Have you been? Have you? Did you go to a, uh, uh, like a playoff, that championship run that year, Jay? A game? No, no, no I didn't. I, unfortunately, it was crazy I, that year, huh? Yeah, I, I was, yeah, no, I, I <laughs> that year was crazy, man. Crazy. City, huh? city was on it. City was on a wave. I remember that. <laughs> that's that's unfortunately, crazy. Unfortunately, <laughs> in the finals, it was it was all cool for me. Yeah, you know, finals when they played. Jay they was playing our... the Dubs when they were playing the Dubs. Then I was like, oh, man. I, I, I wasn't coming outside at the like, AJ at, at the parade at the parade he was coming out the window shut that off turn that yeah off. <laughs> yeah no, I, was, Jay, I was nowhere to be seen my guy oh uh, uh, that's so funny but, brother but Jay yeah so you but who you got in that matchup between the Hawks and the and, you got and, the Hawks going and, and, uh, the, the, the Hawks Raptors? in Toronto yeah I, I'm 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 gonna go with 
Toronto. I'm gonna go with Toronto. To Fred be honest Rico. with you, I gotta Fred go. I, I gotta go with Fred Rico. <laughs> I gotta go with Fred Rico. To be honest with you, Ask I, I yeah. just just like what we talk about with the Lakers when we talk about that playoff experience. Mm-hmm. I think I think they got a little bit more of that playoff experience. And they're gonna be able to handle that, man. At yeah, the Raptors. I ain't got- I ain't gonna lie, like a part of me, yeah, I, I want to see some playoff basketball in Toronto. I'd be lying if I didn't want to see that. Uh, like, I, I'm not saying I would go, but I just, just Jay, like being in an atmosphere of, of playoff basketball and, and and being able to to watch it and know playoffs are going around you, man. Best time of year, to be honest. Like, Whole country I mean, behind you. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, like, I'm not a Raptor fan, but it's just nice having that buzz around the city, man. Anyone, you switching, anyone Jay? likes you switching, Jay. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't hey, want for, anyone to get the wrong idea. For, for everybody on YouTube, y'all see Jay. Jay is swag. Yeah, we know. We know squad. Okay. Dubbed out, out, Jay. Dubbed out, Jay. Dubbed out. All right, all right, brother. So then, so so, so we, we we just talked about about the the these playing. So, uh, Jay, honestly, I, I since I watched this game yesterday, I, I just I need to talk to you about this. Can I, can I talk to you about this game I saw yesterday, Jay? Yes, sir. I saw a ridiculous game yesterday, Jay. I'm talking about MVP class, Jay. I'm talking Ooh. about Joel Embiid versus Nikola Jokic, Jay. Like this, it, it, when I seen that this game was on, I made sure I cleared my schedule and made sure mm-hmm. I had nothing to do for, 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 for when this game started, man. So uh, yesterday we caught um, we caught the Nuggets beat the uh, the Nuggets beat the 76ers 114-110, man. Uh, I mean, let's just I'll just get into the game here. Early in the game, Joel Embiid came out and really owned that first quarter. Jay, you know, ended up scoring twelve points. I mean, he was he was hitting threes. He was uh, getting to the free throw line. He was uh, sizing up, getting to the hoop. He was kind of he was kind of really doing it all out there and really took care of that uh, of the, of the first quarter. Uh, the Nuggets. We had a horrendous first quarter, having seven turnovers just in the first quarter, and then Philly being able to capitalize and score 15 points just in the first quarter off those turnovers. And then, Jay, like, honestly, before I keep talking about the game, let me just give a quick shout-out to Tyrese Maxey. And, like, I mean, in a way, mm-hmm. I got to give you a shout-out, too, because, I mean, you've been calling it, bro. I mean, and his game has took a whole different level and unlocked oh, yeah. after James Hardness oh, yeah. came onto this team because his speed, he's like a little speed demon out there. Hardness mm-hmm. throws him the ball. He just phew, gets to the hoop every single time mm-hmm. is, is insane, man. So I'm, I'm, I just wanted to give Tyrese Maxey, uh, you know, some real quick praise. Um, but then, you know, came come uh, come second quarter and the Nuggets mount a huge comeback. They come back from a 19 point deficit and uh, Jokic really kind of leads that run. And the Nuggets end up ending the second quarter on a on a 19 and five run. Um, and, and then and then come third, uh, uh, come third quarter, man, the 76 just kind of just really fumbled the bag. Uh, J- James Harden, he scored 12 points. Joel Embiid, he scored 13 points. But the rest of the team scored five points jay that's just absolutely is is is, is unacceptable and it's not going to get the job done and that's exactly when the when the nuggets came in man the nuggets had a had, had a great fourth quarter i mean in the from the first three quarters and the, the nuggets shot six of 23 from three just in the fourth quarter they were with, with two minutes left to go they were already six of eight man so just a, a, a extremely good um extremely good fourth quarter for the nuggets um just want to give some praise to Embiid because I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's my number one and my number one MVP candidate out there right now. And he did, and and he definitely did, he definitely did his thing, man. And beat ended up with 34 points, nine rebounds, four assists and two blocks. Um, So 
just all praise to him. But then again, the man who won, the man who got it done. Some people's MVP favorite, Nicole Jokic, ended up with 22, 22 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, uh, two blocks, two steals. So, you know, definitely doing his thing. But besides that, Jay, it's a good game. Um, the clash of the MVPs. I think this is this will be one of those games where, you know, it doesn't decide everything because, again, it's just March 15th. But people will look back at this game and see – who had a better performance, uh, what team bought out, and, and which player bought out, and see, you know, who, who they're going to pick for that MVP um, decision come, come come the end of the year. But uh, great game, yeah. Jay. I, I don't know if you got a chance to check that out, but if not, yeah. I, I suggest all the people to go go check that out. No, I mean, that was a wild game, Jay, and I, I just think that we saw both, both players doing it, um, doing it the best way they could in, in terms of, um, Jokic, the Joker, and Joel Embiid getting it the way they've done. We saw, uh, like you mentioned, Joel Embiid affecting the game with his scoring and the way that he manipulates the game that way. And then uh, with Nikola Jokic, we saw with the game and how he manipulates the game with his playmaking, his ability to um, get other teammates in positions uh, to score. We saw that, that that ridiculous pass that he made on the break, I think it was to Jeff Green, I believe. I can't even the remember outlet who it was, the outlet pass. Yeah, um, it was that, that dime, man. But he, but he, he just just continues to amaze me with his playmaking ability and what he does. That's why I got him as the MVP front runner right now, Jay. And let's let's look, let's look at um, what they've done recently um, in, in their games, Jay. And I think it's kind of not hurting them. But we talked about this would be the end of the honeymoon phase and. And and uh, and they play some team. The Sixers would play some teams and and have some serious competition compared to when they first started out and the caliber of teams they were playing. Um, no disrespect to the Knicks and the Timberwolves, but now they've been playing some serious teams. We saw them recently lose to the Denver Nuggets. We saw them go into overtime against the Orlando Magic. I don't care about what happens in that game. You keep on the road doesn't matter. You cannot be going into overtime and barely winning. <laughs> a win is a win. I will say that. But by two on the road, overtime against a team like a young team like the Orlando Magic can't happen. And then it's hard for me to overlook this. Um, if I'm an MVP voter and just in general, Jay, I know it was the first time they played, but a 129 ass kicking 100 loss to the Brooklyn Nets at home without Ben Simmons, Jay. Oh my goodness, man. That that is a terrible loss for Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Hard for me to overlook in, in that case. They did take care of the Bulls, but the Bulls have struggled against top four opponents in each conference. Um, we've seen that the whole season. They have a losing record when it comes to, to, to that sense against that. And then they did lose um, by 17 as well to uh, the Miami Heat. So you look at that loss to the Heat the Nets and the Nuggets. Um, I think that is a little bit of a marker. Maybe it's a lot to overcome. I know people are saying he did out over um, outplay um, Jokish last night. I, I don't know if I could say that because, you know, like I mentioned, the way that they manipulate the game and affect the game is different. Joel Embiid, yes, he did have more points, but we know as, a, as basketball heads, as people who understand the game, Points is just one aspect of the game and affecting the game in other facets, whether it be rebounding, assists, points, um, as well as defensively is a whole different ball game. And I thought Jokic was just as uh, comparable um, to the two 
with far less pieces. Let's be honest, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are both out, and he still has them at this as the sixth seed. And it, when we look at that West, yes, the, the bottom is not – collectively is not as strong as the East. I'm not going to go out here and say that, but I will say the West is still the West in the sense that those top seven seeds, um, you can maybe even throw the eight in there. I would say the the Suns to the to the Timberwolves are still some very uh, tough competition, and he's still got those Nuggets sitting there at the sixth seed. Um, a lot to be said about that, but I think it's we've been mentioning it. We said it on the last sit and takes episode. This is still going to be a great um, MVP race, and I think it will be up until the end of the season. To be honest, um, both can make a serious case in these next. I believe it's 14, um, 13 games left in this regular season, Jay. So buckle up. Fasten your seatbelts. It's gonna be a crazy ride. We're talking about two big men, though. That's mm-hmm. that's what's crazy too for MVP, Change. man. Much respect. Changing the guard, Jay. Much Changing respect. Changing the guard, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, let me let me let me talk about my game, man. And there's there's a reason I'm wearing all this, Jay. There's a reason <laughs> is, I am wearing is that, all is that this. A re- Jay, did you did you get on like, all right, I got to get my outfit ready for the for the episode, Jay? You was ready for this or not? I, 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 I had to uh, I had to rock rock a little Dub State, being back in the Bay and everything. But there's also another reason, Jay, and that is after a thousand and something days, we finally saw on the floor the big three all together: Draymond Green back in the lineup for the Warriors. Last night against the uh, Washington Wizards, Clay Thompson and Stephen Curry on Steph's birthday, 47 piece. Shout out the dude. But that's not the story. We got the big three all back on the floor. And boy, did they look good together, man. We saw this. Um, the, the Warriors come away with the 126, 112 um, win. But it just it just goes to show you. And I've been talking about how important um, Draymond is to this team. Everyone, for that matter, you and I both know that Steph, yes, is the best player, but the most important player, just like you always mentioned with uh, with Anthony Davis. I think you you got it flipped, in my opinion, though. I think LeBron is the best, but AD and how far they go is the most important. But I still we still we're still the same same thinking on that front, though. But anyways, the most important player for the Warriors back in the lineup and we just saw how easy it despite only playing 20 minutes last night on a on minutes restriction Steph just getting easier looks playing a lot more comfortable we saw clay who went off against the milwaukee bucks the night before he still saw, got some better looks although he didn't shoot it as well and then we saw the emergence not the emergence just this dude's been on fire with i believe seven or six straight games of, of 20 points or more jay and that's the man, Mr. Pool, Jay. Come on, man. Welcome Remember to at the, the beginning? Pool party. Welcome, to, welcome the pool party. to the pool party, Jay. And, and it, before the season, I said he'd average 20. I've been a little, he's, he hasn't averaged 20, but he's been damn near close to it, bro. He, he's, he's, been, we saw him, um, with set, he's averaging 17 on the year, but he was struggling, um, within there. And I think it was just a matter of, him not getting, uh, the opportunities that, that he, he was, um, should be giving, you know, the lead way, especially with the coach day, but we'll get into too much about that, but it's just nice to see all those guys being able to shine. And I think that small ball lineup for the Warriors is going to be hard to, uh, hard to beat with all those shooters on the floor with Clay, Steph and Jordan Poole. But anyways, Jay, in this game, let me talk a little bit more about this game and what I saw, man. 
I will say when it comes to um, what what the Wizards do, and despite not having Bradley Beal, obviously the best player out, and um, and all these guys, they do compete. Um, Wes Unsell Jr. has these guys competing, um, ready to go. Um, despite not being undermanned, we saw Chris Stapps Porzingis in the lineup last night. We saw his ability to affect uh, the game, both defensively, offensively, and be able to shoot the ball at a high level uh, um, fr- from, from that deep range, Jay. And that's what he was able to do, manipulating the game in that sense, Jay. But um, I don't know if you, you saw any of this game, Jay. You want to talk about what, he, what you saw, and then I'll, I'll give my f- final uh, initial reactions on, on this one. Yeah, Jay. Honestly, I mean, I I really ain't got nothing much to add besides man, like the Warriors big three is back, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like th- th- I, I I agree with you, you know, in that in that sense of what you're saying. Stephen Curry, of course, being the best player, but Draymond Green being such a vital piece. And I mean, we really saw the Warriors struggle without Draymond Green. We found we saw him struggle to find offense, saw him struggle to really have an identity. But now, you know, having him back is really like, you know, a plug and play piece, man. So it great. It, absolutely great news for the Warriors. The, honestly, the only thing I want to add, um, this has nothing to do with the game. This is just has to do with Curry's 47 piece. Like, I'm, I just wanted to say, Jay, like, this year is so impressive to me, Jay. Like, I don't know if I'm just tripping or not, but I feel like this year has been one of the highest scoring years. Like, man, we've just seen, you know, LeBron just had two 50-point mm-hmm. games. And how many 50 mm-hmm. – then DeMar just had a great game. Cat just had a 60-point game. Curry was three points away from 47. Uh, Anthony Edwards the other day had 45. So it was just a, a, a ridiculous amount of scoring this year, man, and – and this game was 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 no shortage of that man, and we saw we saw we saw Curry do his thing. Uh, definitely, it's definitely great to see uh, Jordan Poole out there hitting his shots on on great efficiency, shooting 50, uh, 53% from fifty three percent from the field. Kaminga Kaminga is just starting to become one of those players. He just just mm-hmm. just a, t- a typical role player in in, in in today's NBA. You know, we'll do uh, uh, we'll do the dirty work. So uh, so big uh, big shout out to him. And then my last shout out, Jay <laughs> Christos Porzingis, the unicorn man. Twenty at, at twenty five points at ten and ten from the free throw line and shot actually a good percentage from the field, which is um which is surprising coming from Christos. But then again, Jay, you know. It's Kristaps Porzingis. So next game he might go for yeah. two points. <laughs> Kristaps, yeah, Kristaps, yeah. No, I think uh, this this is going to be interesting. Um, we're going to be able to see what the the world all about with the, with their lineup, and we know Wiseman's coming back. So uh, let's see how it is for for the Dubs, and then Wizards um, obviously got a lot to figure out figuring out to do. Um, I, li- I do like their their core and what they got in terms of. Uh, Kyle Kuzma and um, how he's been playing and then Catavius Caldwell Pope. I don't know how you're feeling about all this, Jay, about uh, having all these guys gone, but um, I do, I do think they have a sustainable future, honestly. Um, If they're able to get Bradley Beal, he's obviously looks like he's committed to Washington for now. Um, Don't know why. I like, I like like, uh, (laughs) Danny Adia. He's a, he's a nice young player as well as Rui Achimero. So, I mean, as far as away as the Wizards team right now, I do think that they have some pieces um, to to potentially be intrigued about in the future. And uh, I'm, it looks like right now they'll be able to get a lottery pick. So let's see what they're able to to do with that. And uh, I don't know. Uh, let's look at how these Wizards end up, man. 
<laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's see if the Wizards have another uh, disappointing year or not, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. All right. So, I mean, I think we covered a lot, Jay. I mean, this was really a special episode where we talked about where we wanted to focus on that playing situation. And and for all the fans, I mean, stay tuned because we just talked about playing, but we definitely, definitely got a lot of playoff episodes coming up as the playoff inches closer. And like how we said in the beginning, man, we definitely got a, a live episode coming up soon. So stay tuned for that too, man. But besides that, Jay, you, you got any last words to say before we get out of here? No, brother. Um, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe to us on uh, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at Clutch Talk Pod. Um, get at us on there. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, if you want to hear us talk about anything. And look to us on Instagram as well for reels, highlights, um, polls, all of that, man. We got that going. And then YouTube is where you can find our videos um, seeing, you know, plays, highlights, all that when we're talking in our episodes as well. And then stay tuned as well, because we got some NBA guest appearances coming up um, soon, as well as some college interviews. So stay tuned as uh, for that as well, man. So that's not really all I got to say, Jay. And we can thank you for your continued support of us, man. Yes, sir, man. We got a lot in the bag, man. So like how Jay said, man, thank you for your support. And that's it. We out of here, y'all. Clutch talk out. Hey. Peace.